Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs> you are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuning to the other side, the other side of sports from your host, Laws, in the building. Yeah. You already know I'm here. Yeah. My man, Aaron, with me. We rocking out. That's right. You already know. Uh, just want to plug. It. I know a lot of people listen to us heavy on the uh, Apple Podcasts and the iTunes and all like that. Just hop on the YouTube, you know, so you can see our face. You can see what's happening when we have special guests or we play video those and stuff. It'll just be an easy look for you to just follow us on the YouTube. So go ahead, subscribe to the YouTube. If we get all the Bamas that listen to us on the on the uh, on the audio, Joe, dog, we'd be big time, bro. Because it's a it's a lot of people who really listen to the podcast on like Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all the podcasting platforms. Come on over to YouTube, rock with us, heavy. Appreciate y'all sharing the content, all that good stuff. We got a packed show, lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we got a question of the day. Um, do we want to do we want to get into question first, Aaron, or do we want to talk about how Justin Timberlake was out here at the uh, trying to beat his feet? I don't know what this man was doing, dog. Did you see? Nah. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> come on, man. This appropriation 101, dog. Why you dress like a substitute teacher out here? Then you then you gonna talk about DC, beat your feet. Bro, I don't know what he was doing, but he was not beating his feet, bro. Come on. He got guys. some bad advice from somebody. Got terrible advice, dog. Told him in the back room, dog, yeah, you could beat your feet, dog. You know, DC don't for go. First of all, it's not even a go-go beat in the back, dog. What is you doing? Bad intel, dog. Aaron, <laughs> let him astray. He lucky he didn't get jumped outside like these used to be with the icebox back in the day. Because it was all white people at that joint. That was all liberal whites at that joint, dog. In the hotels. It wasn't a whole bunch of people I knew that was down at that joint. Out of control, dog. Out of control. Uh, and other news, dog, what's up with the mass shootings, bro? Do I need to carry the strap with me in the grocery? It's out of control. Been carrying right the strap. Dog, it's out of control. Dog, last weekend, I, I wasn't nowhere in the vicinity. Because uh, I think it was on a Saturday anyway. So, you know, I'm we shutting it down. But, dog, this Bama, uh, first of all, the dude's name is No Savage. If you If your name is No Savage, why, like... Then his, then his real name is like Noah Settle. Noah Settle, dog. Like, dog, you going against the grain, bro. You trying to do too much. 
And apparently he's still out here on the run, Aaron. They gonna catch him? Eventually. But hopefully he yeah. he, he recording new songs and getting the video <laughs> out before he get caught yeah. up because it's gonna go viral. No. Oh, he got to talk about it. He gonna, is, that's, a, that's a fact. They're going to deep fry him in the courtroom, though, because this was in Virginia. Oh, he can, you can't do this around white. This is a Tyson. No, they got the batter already mixed up. Fairfax County going to watch it. So, yeah, you got to record 4 or 5 Put an EP out and go ahead and try to cash out before they catch you. Because when they do. You got, yeah, you better stack bread for your family, dog, off this one. Because when they catch you, bro. Yeah, you're going to be settling all right for that top bunk. I'm telling you, it's about to be... Got it. Yeah, no, the thing bad. is, after the situation, the Bama tweeted, talking about, I'm sorry to all my fans. I messed up. What? Dog, admission of guilt? Like, when you look at the video, though... He was being antagonized. The Bama, they, yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? So I thought the Bama was just in there pump faking and pulled out. You know what I mean? Like, when you look at the video, you still yeah. got to know better. Like if you go pull out and let off, you gotta hit some. You gotta, you know what I mean? Like he just then, sh- then on top of that, you know how nothing. like you already know that Bama's gonna try to they gonna try to get you because people when people know that's why I like I be telling like married men out here, dog, and you got stuff going for you, you're just gonna come at your neck, dog, because you got something to lose. You a bum on the street, you by yourself just chilling. It just ain't the same. So when you got something to lose, Bama's gonna come at you. This dude, you know, he got a little promising rap career. He got some song, songs with uh, Shy Glizzy, and you know, he making noise. And so, when people see you kind of shining a little bit, they gonna try to dim your light. You got to be wiser, bro. Yeah, and it looked like like why are you by yourself? Like I understand you in Texas, but you still in the area. All the niggas with money, even the Bamas is getting money in the street, still shop down Texas because they the only spot really that got. Some of the stuff that yeah, the um, thing is, you can't really this get would have happened at Iverson Mall. Bama's he be back it home. Wouldn't have made the news. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even made the news. <laughs> it wouldn't have made the news. would have bought a ten pack of Snickerdoodles and kept it moving, dog. Like yeah, the mall would have been open in twenty up. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they never would have closed. Yeah, yeah. They never would <laughs> you're right. You're right. They never would have closed, dog. They didn't like lock one door when you can't go through <laughs> one door with a police baba standing. Then after like 30 minutes, they open back on both the doors up. Yeah, it's you got oh man, bro. Then you I, got I hate to see why you folks talking on the news talking about how they was in fear for their life, thought they was about to die. Oh, it's he about to get washed. He about to get washed, dog. You mean this is the last you about to hit dog career in the drain though. Finish. Um, all right, on our question of the day, question of the day comes in and says, My girlfriend and I have been together since college, so about eight years. I would say we have an excellent relationship, besides maybe being a little vanilla and boring. You could say we always had a very mature relationship and never fought. We communicate well, and we've been living together for five years now without any problems. Her family is cool, and I have a great relationship with her parents. We both have worked from home during COVID, but eventually she was required to go back to the office. So we moved to the company city, which is a city I cannot stand. It's expensive, difficult to get around, terrible weather, ugly. I re- what city is Batman talking about, dog? It's Cleveland. like this. Cleveland. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Batman Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, you got be. Uh, and we'll get to Cleveland in a minute. Uh, our rent is increasing by uh, one case. Uh, so we're forced to move to a cheaper, probably worse place. 
The only thing I like about the city is that many of our friends live here so we can see them regularly. The only reason I'm here is for my girlfriend's job and it's difficult to find jobs in her industry. So it's very, it's very little mobility. I have a... I have a good <laughs> I have a good paying job and a lot of freedom. Yeah, the bad been doing a whole lot of rapping, more than usual. And so the past year I took advantage of with my girlfriend's blessing, I went on a large Euro trip for about half a year, trying to trying the digital nomad lifestyle. These six months have been the happiest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, by itself. These have been the happiest six months I've ever had in my life. Every day was engaging and interesting. I love learning language, trying new things, meeting new people. Being a lone traveler always seemed to make me automatically interesting to people. And I would find myself with which was an addicting sensation for an otherwise boring person. I constantly think back to some of the places I went and the people I befriended. I made significant progress in languages I was studying, the difference in quality of life is staggering compared to the city I'm based out of. Now that I'm home, I find myself terrified of committing another year lease, another year of mundane static of everyday American life. The only reason I'm here is for her. I will bring her with me traveling, but she is very cautious and orderly person. And as I mentioned, she is anchored by her work. I personally enjoy all of the difficulties and chaos that comes with traveling alone. So now I find myself considering throwing away a perfect relationship of eight years to pursue a selfish dream. This all comes with fantasies of having romances with interesting foreign women and having a personal renaissance. I'm terrified of walking up, waking up when I'm older and realize I missed a chance at life and adventure. But I'm also terrified of throwing away something precious for a flimsy delusion and regretting it later. What so he know he's making a bad decision. This is the thing. <laughs> if the relationship was perfect, been... he'd have been married instead of dating the same younger for eight years and living with her five years. That's too long. That's the first thing. Part two. Like, if you want to live a worldly life, like college is way too young to be get settling down and get it's with somebody. Too, yeah, that you're it's spend too early. Life. I tell the young boys all the time. I'm like, hey, young, chill. Wait until you get some money in your pocket first before you start dibbling, dabbling, and getting all serious because it's just different. It's just unless you want to live a small town life, just stay in the same town, stay off social media. Like you know what I mean? Like you got to live a very specific kind of life if you're going to get together with somebody that young. If you want to be worldly and grow and see things, like, you never know what the things you learn or go, what direction it's going to take you in. So, if you want to be of the world, you got to chill out to you at least, like, 30 something. You done seen everything you need to see to put the total picture together and find out who you're going to be. Or, you know what I mean? Like, what is going to float your so boat? So, what should before. he do? Should he should he pass on the, on the, on the uh, extravaganza? Or should he... Dive he know it's a terrible decision. He he never lived a life, so he just want to be outside for a little while. But when it comes down to it, no, you gonna find you, out no, being outside is, is a temporary. <laughs> no, you're not gonna I'm find nothing long term just being outside. No, you eat that candy, you are gonna need a root canal sooner, <laughs> sooner or later, dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> You got to be committed to the street. You. It's not a part-time life, though. Uh, yeah, you can't. You yeah, you can't just dip and dab. Oh yeah, I'm finished with it. I I'm think ready you're to just gonna out. go back. Yeah, no, that that's what we get on women for doing. Home. Like trying that to run around the street, chokehold, and be like, "Hey, sit down somewhere." You be like, "But I want something serious." No, you don't. No, you don't. It's too late. And it's you hard. It and, you, and you and you kicked it to the curb. But he no, already I, mentally, I feel like, is 
out is checked out. So yeah. I, I think he doing her a disservice. Six so. months in the streets, solo, dolo, traveling? That'll do you in, dog. That's too long to be out in the, in the streets, solo, dolo. And this dude trying hey. to like give us this long speech about all this other stuff just to get to what his real point was that he wanted <laughs> to be with Florida. Like, you knew it when you <laughs> said that he, he, he giving us all of this paragraph. Like, what is this Bama really getting at? Yeah, he wanted. What to he really wanted to say is he wanted to be outside. Yeah, but he it don't. Lo- it's not home. gonna love you back, though. It's not gonna love you back. I just want you to know, like, if you're young and is what you say she is, like she's solid, ten toes down, hold you down. She, you know, she about her 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 business and her 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 employment, but everything all, you know, peaches and roses. Dog, I'm telling you, Aaron, you let the man know, dog. He Ain't a whole rack of good jumps out here, dog. He got he got high estrogen levels. Like this sounds like a woman. Like that's the kind of things women say. They want to travel the world and see and learn new languages and meet people and these romances with foreigners. Like this don't. I've never heard of a straight man in my life <laughs> give me this spiel. Uh, this is what he want his outlook to be. Like men are supposed yeah. to be the stable of the genders. Like you know what I mean. Like the rock's ability have an idea in your head by twenty eight. At least what you. The concept of what you want to do or who you want to be, this family just won't be in the win. Dog, yeah, dog. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get your mind right, dog. You gotta get your mind right. And she about to hit the wall, so you gotta let her know now what she need to do before she can get out here while she's still in her twenties. Don't wait till she's 31, 32, 35, 45, and then you know what I mean, you have to cut her off and then she's stuck. <laughs> We want to see. Oh man, good luck with that one, bro. Uh, dog, it seems like every time I try to like push this Bama to the back burner, he come back. Deshaun, he's settling on the bread. What is he doing? Jack the money, cold pervert. That dog, make you guilty. You dog, you cannot play poker and go all the way to the river and then fold your cards, dog. After you don't put all your chips in the table. What is you doing? If you was going to pay the money, you had to pay off break. I'm going to tell you what happened. The league told him, hey, bro, don't even think about playing until this stuff is squared away. We cannot have this, this hanging in the background impacting the league while you're out there playing. It's just, I don't care what the Browns say. I don't care how much money they paid you. It has to be closed. Either you're going to wait the proceedings out to prove your innocence or you're going to pay the bread. And his probably, his agent probably came to him and was like, dog, we got to just pay the bread. But it's still four youngins out there left. What happened? They probably refused. Because <laughs> once he settled with they, the other youngins, they just he's going to hold out for more. Right. And they, I think, uh, they probably want to be able to tell their story more. I'm sure there's an NDA associated with the settlements. And that's what oh, they yeah. really, really were worried about, making sure they can't be out here telling this side of the story or saying what kind of butt tickling and all the other kind of stuff the Batman was into. So I think more than a, than a pervert, dog. Yeah, a weird pervert too. So it's like he just wanted to shut them up to not have to hear. You know, them D linemen's gonna give him a fit during the season. Can you imagine this Batman behind center? What they saying when they sack him or when they about Yo, to pressure him or the, all the type of stuff they gonna say? He might not even want to be in the league no more. 
it's not it's not fit for for uh we can't we can't it's gonna be OC. You thought Kevin Garnett was was saying honey nut Cheerios, the Bama's on the court and all it's about to be unreal. So <laughs> I, I just like you said, if he would have settled out of the gate before all these allegations came out, he probably would have played last year. It would have the story just would have looked very different. He he acted like he is not guilty. Even in the press conference he did with the Browns last week, the Bama said he's not guilty. He going to play it all the way out. And then just to turn around and settle to me is a huge L. And all huge of the stuff L. that came out is already out now. So it's just. Yeah, yeah you're like not. You said, yeah, you're not. You didn't gain anything by, by being stubborn and digging your feet in the ground. You gain nothing. If anything, you hurt yourself. And I mean, the thing is, he had the money back then. How much you think it cost to settle with the twenty-two youngins? How much money you think it took it took out of his pocket? He probably gave him, I think, a hundred thousand a piece. A hundred thousand a piece. I think he, had, I think he had more than a hundred thousand. I think he had probably get all the youngins two fifty. I can see that. It ain't a million like some people were saying. It ain't a million. Nah, it ain't a million. It ain't a million, but it's like 250. Cause now it's heat and it's like, duh, how do I and 250 and and since the one Bama is the like then there's four youngins left, so they got four cards. Them youngins, whoever those four youngins are, they got the they got the the real smoke. They gonna or get a million. They got no smoke and it's four youngins that he know he's like, I know I did something dirty and grimy to these other youngins, but these youngins just hang around. Cause you know when these kind of situations pop up, every young that been in his vicinity, like I'm gonna cash out too. Oh yeah. So it could but go still, either way. If the proceedings go, like if it still keep lingering on, it's still gonna be impacting him. I think they gotta get something though. They might not. Well, I, well, it just Take depends it on what they got. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, but that, even that, it takes a long time. It takes time to do that. It takes time to do that. I mean, I I think he'll end up settling with them too. I do, though. And actually, not settling now, it's just gonna prolong the process unless they're unless they're like, I mean, unless they're just putting a number out there that he's just unwilling to pay. But really, what's the number? The Bama got three hundred plus million. Or two hundred thirty million. Dog, anything under ten million. What is you? What is we talking about? But you essentially, it's like paying hookers two hundred fifty k a piece. Like that's how he probably see it in his head. Like he got one rock off, and then this man got to pay him two hundred fifty grand. <laughs> like I don't know. No, or he don't. He don't have to. But you see where it's at now. It's a snowball, dog. I just, I don't know, bro. I, he, in a, he in the mix. He definitely in the mix. Cleveland um, is wild for guaranteeing this Bama's contract for, and extending him. They wild as hell. Dog, I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland didn't had their people sit down with him too and be like, dog, you have to get this heat. Like, we'll help you. Like, I wouldn't be some dog. If you had him on your roster, Aaron, and he was a part of your franchise and all this heat was around him, 
Dog, I'd be like, look, these, we'll, we'll, we'll pay half to get these, these jumps off of you. Like, these conversations got to take place before you extend this Bama and fully guarantee his contract. Yeah, like, you're right. He, he stated his position. Like, if you're not guilty, why are you settling? Yeah. Yeah, man, nah, they tripping. Yeah, they tripping. Now you're guilty. Yeah, now. And we can't guilty. let off you because if it was if it was Kirk Cousins or one of these other oh, colors, we Bama's, fought, we'd be yeah. on their neck. So you admitting the guilt. Oh, yeah. We got to treat you like oh. a cold perk. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was it was dog. The stories, like, it was too per like the pervertness of the stories was so far. I was like, dog, if half of this is true, this Bama is a stone cold pervert. If half of it, I'm like, dog, this is all the butt tickling and all the the funny business, the lebo out on the youngin and just unauthorized lebo action. Just it's like, bro. You need help. I didn't think he was going to pay the settlement because he'd gone this far. I'm like, dog, you just got to just ride it out. But apparently, ain't no football in the near future if you can't, like, it just is what it is, bro. Um, No, on to some other football. What was up with uh, Warren Sapp at the, at the commander's jump? Is he going to help the defense get right? Is this new defensive coordinator? I think they brought him in to kind of quiet down some of the talk after John uh, Del Rio's dumbass comments. They mm-hmm. gonna bring in a, you know what I mean, a black guy with some cachet to have some good positive sound bites about the defense and the defensive line yeah. to kind of change. Bama came out the gate with the sound bites, dog. They couldn't wait to get a mic on. Right, him. and he's sizing these Bamas, and usually he heavily critical of Bamas on the D line. Oh yeah, you already know. Poorly as they he did last smiling year. and and he's yeah. They <laughs> cut him a good shot. Yeah, I'd love to see him come on to the roster and uh and contribute to something not on the roster, but as a part um, of the coaching like staff. Team, team coaching. I, I mean, I'm not even against it, dog. I think, you know, you got a D line where you have some 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 talent there. Uh, Warren Sapp was a you know excellent D lineman. I'm surprised because he's had some issues in the streets too. So I it's not like he coming in squeaky clean. Like background because the yeah, band was out the team listening hookers on the street and what I think the team needs some guys that they do, have more. They do need some guys. They got too many blue collar guys with activated coon chips, and it's like when you see how guys don't react to certain things and they mm-hmm. always play in company ball. You need some guys that are that that don't fit into that nest that that mold to have a complete mm-hmm. roster. And you know that. Like, whether it be yeah. basketball, any sport, where you have too many guys that follow you need the a line too much, you need, it. You need yeah. some of these guys. And, and I don't think, I think that's what the team is void of at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually think Warren Sapp will be a good addition to that, that coaching staff and helping them get right. I mean, anything to lessen Jack Del Rio's voice um, and drown that out, because like clearly I think that despite what the media says and a lot of people think it's no big deal I think there were some people in that locker room that had issues with what Jack Del Rio said and they probably expressed it and so I think you know to me Warren Sapp seems like the type of guy that can like you know that players are respect and he can at least like get their ear and like just chill out like don't worry I'm gonna take over this jump soon you know what I'm saying like everybody always like the assistant coach better than the head coach you know what I'm saying it's just it's just it's just like that's how I be you know so um I I like the move but to your point I do think it was a little like like 
dangle the carry. Oh, Andale, Andale, like try to get Bama's the bull rush over here and then kind of take pressure. I realized too that whenever there's like a racially charged issue, right? Most of the like white media, they want to drop it immediately. Like, can we move on? Can we just get back to football? Can we just, I'm like, dog, if I just smacked your mother in the house, you wouldn't be trying to get back to nothing. You'd be trying to have a conversation. Like it just, it just doesn't apply. Like all across the board, like they don't have a level of awareness that like you think it's just football. It's not just football. Like that's not the most important thing. Yeah, it's important. People's jobs are important, but there are things that are more important than that. So this whole let's just get back to football. Like please, like I think we addressed it. He got fined. Like it's over now. It's like no, it's not. It's not over. Um, but you know, I digress. Uh, Aaron, you ready for the uh, NBA draft this week? Thursday. What the Wizards gonna do, dog? First of all, let me just tell all they gotta move up. That's the only option at anything, dog. All this, as you can see, all the talk about Bradley Bill going to these other teams and becoming like you know going to the sectors, going to Miami, all of these other teams, dog, just shows how little respect other teams have for the Washington Wizards, dog. They just putting any old regular, like these <laughs> up up packages together, talking about they gonna get Bradley Bill and they're only to work with a sign and trade, and they just putting whatever they want to say about the Wizards and Bradley Bill in these whack packages. It's like they don't care, like <clears throat> it's just total disrespect. And then you see on the flip side, all of these these like wishful, oh, what if we get Kevin Durant here? Like, stop it. It's not happening, dog. Stop it. I hate the joke. Boils my blood when I just see how delusional Washingtonian fans are with the basketball team, dog. Tommy Shepard has not shown me the ability to build this roster properly up until this point. I mean, I'm not trying to slander the man. I'm just Grunfeld saying- Grunfeld 2.0. 2.0. I'm not seeing any results. I'm saying darts being thrown at a dartboard and just hoping one sticks. You, this is an opportunity. I always say this, Aaron. <clears throat> we talk about opportunities for teams or GMs to like show what their abilities are, right? And what they can do. This is an opportunity. You have a roster with pieces that can be moved, so, you know, some talent on it. Uh, this draft has talent. Jabari Smith, uh, Banchero, Jaden Ivey, like this this draft has talent in it. If you sit at 10, we picking another small forward, Daniel Dyson or somebody these Bama's trying to size. Oh, it gets me so angry, Aaron, because they try to size these regular Bama's, dog, that could not bust a grape at Bowie, Bowie Middle School, dog, open rack. Yes, I said it. And, uh, dog, if you put me in a gym right now, Aaron, and you, and you let me just shoot. In fact, dog, this is all 100% facts, dog. If you put me in a gym with nobody guarding me, I got a ball, a rack, and I'm just shooting jumpers, I look like Allen Iverson out here. Don't show me a Batman shooting in the gym talking about, oh, this dude's his length and this and that and this and that. Sicing these regular Batmans from third round uh, value, in my opinion. 
fourth round, fifth round value. You ain't even five rounds in the NBA. And these Bamas jumping the tiers up. Like you just trying to size these players to a place where they're not there. They're not there. It's five, six guys max in this jump that are cookers. Everybody else, regular smegular. We just going to keep it all the way 100. I might be wrong, bro. Might be seven guys, right? But, dog, the majority of the Bamas, and we see it every year, they just not like that. So if the Wizards want to make a change, dog, they have to do something dramatic. This whole, I'm seeing they talking about, like, Mal- Malcolm Brogdon. They talking about, uh, uh, the, excuse me, DeJounte Murray from the uh, Spurs. Who's the third Bama I heard name they was talking about, like, trying to get? Somebody Hello. else Another Joe Blow. It was, it was it was Murray, uh, Brogdon, somebody else, right? These dog, it's not happening. I'm not being pessimistic. I'm just telling you the facts, people. If if Tommy could pull off a move like that, it would have been pulled off already. They can't. They're not capable. Not without giving up Bill. That's the thing. Like. They don't, they devalue their own assets in the way that they manage things before the trade deadline. And so they already got rid of um, uh, Montrez Harrell and uh, what's the white boy, the 6'10 uh, shooter that's with Dallas. So they already got rid of, offloaded, they already offloaded all of the people that they could have used as potential people that other teams wanted and got almost nothing back for it. So at this point, what you gonna, you think people are gonna take Kuzma in a pick for a top five pick? It's not happening. And knowing the Wizards, they gonna give up a one if they end up making any trade to get anybody anyway, an extra one on the back end. So it's just, I don't really understand the nepotism and the cronyism that goes on in this organization. It's ridiculous. You hire Wes Unsell's son as the head coach. You hire. The same guy that's been here 20 years is the understudy to Ernie Grunfeld. Like, did you really want a shift in culture? You just put new faces to run the same system and the same politics that's been going on here since A. Poland's been here. It's the buddy-buddy system. So until they get somebody in here to shake things up, to be able to evaluate basketball players outside of the scope of who's who's buddy or what international star and what market this could open up for the team until you get somebody in there that actually knows basketball. This is what you can be signing up for. I'm I'm looking, I'm looking at the players that they're selecting for these drafts, dog. And I'm just like, I'm just shaking my head. I'm just shaking my head. Last year, they did okay. I like, what's his name? The white boy from, uh, Gonzaga. He aight. It took him how long to get him some minutes when he was clearly one of the more prepared, best offensive players on the team last year, and they needed his offense. They got him sitting on the bench waiting to the second half of the season to actually start getting him the proper minutes. It's just, I don't really understand what's going on over there. They They don't either, Aaron. They don't either. And it's evident. I'm not just, listen, I'm a fan of the team. I'm not just openly just trying to slander them. I'm just saying... What their the, the production is not been there. What do y'all want me to say? Y'all want me to make up a fairy tale and just be like this Batman, yeah, yeah, like he gonna get us Damian Lillard and stuff. No, I want all of the stuff that Batmans are putting out there to happen too. But it's not. It's not. Dog, the the tenth pick will come 
and they're going to select somebody, though, a small forward. An undersized forward that can play defense but can't shoot that, can... that good. <laughs> you know how they go. And then and then they're going to sell it to us. They're going to be on, it's going to be on the next day. The Wizards, all the Wizards uh, potential trying moves that they tried to make behind the scenes. They try to trade for this. They try to trade. All these little stories going to leak afterwards and then try to convince everybody that they tried. That's what it. That's what they do. That's the MO. Sell you a dream. We tried. We tried to get it, but they were asking too much or this, this, and that, or this, this, and that. Meanwhile, there's going to be some teams that make moves and get better. Yeah, man. I, I just I, they gotta move. If they gonna move up in this draft, it gotta be the four or higher, four or higher. And knowing them, watch them make a trade to like six or something to look like they're doing something and still end up with nothing. That's what I'm saying. If they move to six, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I'm prepared. Like so, you know, in preparation for the draft, I gotta like just reduce my my caring like i have to like basically tell my brain like uh <laughs> no matter like these babies some trash they some trash just chill out just chill out because though if i like get a little bit like invested to just hope see hope dog will get you every time because because you'd be like yeah these babies just do like hold on young like what this person like it's about to fall, like banchero this batman hasn't been picked yet and it's already full is he hurt something happened like they don't the wizards are reactive dog they not proactive you need to be on the horn right now calling every team giving them dog when you play 2k earn and you try to make a trade on 2k what you do you go through every roster dog you go through every roster you put different packages like oh they accept that oh, okay all right bet all right let me see if they accept it Ooh, uh, uh. Okay, all right. So, and you mark down what you can get for each. You call, you go to every team and see what Jones pop up green. And then you be like, all right, what's the best? Oh, they was going to give me what? Oh, I'm going to go back to that, Jones. And then that's how you make the team better. They're not doing that, though. They're doing it. The way the perception is around the league, around our, our front office organization, no, it's no respect levels there. Nobody respects our organization at all. Like they just don't. And I don't know what's what's gotta get. I mean, well, you gotta get rid of Tommy. How long have you been a GM since Grunfeld? Four years? I think that's about right. Yeah, four years? No. I know you had some bad contracts at the beginning, but how long does it take? How long we gotta wait, Earn? To the franchise turn around. How many years? How many more years we gotta wait? Until Leonsa sells the team or drops David. That's too long, bro. Uh, uh, yeah. We gonna watch it. Of course, to see where the players go, and you know, there's gonna be some team in there. The Spurs, they probably pick. They gonna get their team. They team gonna get better. Like it's like that. Don't be making me mad, dog. Families who pick after us getting be- had getting better players. Like it just 
doesn't make no sense to me. Um, uh, I'm missing anything, though. Is that all we got today? You saw your boy uh, Kafka moving over to the uh, to the uh, Saudi league. Oh, bro! Oh, Brooks Kafka over to the first of all, Liv done took over the whole game, dog. I don't know what kind of bread they giving out, but they giving out them big sticks, dog. He probably got more than any of the other bammers that already signed up. Dog, listen. Dog, they was giving Bam, they giving Bama's hundreds of millions of dollars, though. <laughs> and you would not make that. You could play in the PGA tour for the next five years. If you place in every tournament, you might get a hundred mil. You might get a hundred mil. Cause most of the purses is like maybe like if you win, you get like maybe like 10. Eight to ten, then some endorsements. Yeah, Maybe but like, they keep their endorsements. Like they're not losing no endorsements playing in that other league. So no, go. It's a free check. You just go and they just give you. The, this is you ain't even played one round of golf yet, and they're paying you as if you won the whole PGA the whole year. They're just paying you off break. Here go a hundred mil in your pocket. Go buy yourself something nice. I just find it extremely hilarious how when you look at how the people in the PGA look. And it's just this lawlessness where there's no like restriction on them just being able to jump leagues. You think they would leave that option open for the NBA or the NFL? Hell no. It's no, no way. No, well, they listen, the PGA tour is trying to fight back. They trying to late. call and scratch. But dog, the, the thing is, they don't the PGA got a lot of money, but they don't they they not they don't want to pay the money. They ain't got Saudi money. Nah, and plus Saudi, Saudi money, they like, they like, dog. I I would just want to just sit in the conversation, like just get one of the phone calls and just hear what it sound like. Cause they probably just be like, uh, what's the number? And they'd be like, what do you mean? What's the number to get you over into our league? And you'd be like, uh, 150 mil? How about two hundred and fifty? What? You remember that scene in uh, Coming to America where uh, King Joffy Joe Fur was in the father's living room asking him how much it costs to make his daughter go away? He's like, "You don't have enough money to buy my daughter." He's looking at me like, "Nonsense!" Like, <laughs> like what's it going to take? Whatever that number is, we got it. Don't they, they got it? At this point. They troll. They, they, and, and the thing is, oh, this is another thing they about to get, which is about to really have Bama's over there. They're about to buy the points to get the world rankings. So, like, you can play over in their tournaments and you can get, like, world status ranking points for, for playing in their in their, their league. So, like, that's what Bama's really care about because they'd be like, oh, you number one in the world or you number two. So, once they get that, oh, it's a done deal. Holler at you. I know Roy McElroy, he trying to like be the spokesperson for the PGA because they probably pay him behind the scenes, like, yeah, we need you to stand up for us and and whatever, whatever, and try to make and he been actually he been killing lately because his confidence on 99 because it's like a rack of Bama's left. <laughs> yeah, he already was left. But I'm dog, ain't he been talking greasy? These dog, this joint is the greatest thing that happened to, to, to sports, dog. Just seeing them, the PGA Bama just squirm and just they don't have no answers. What they have to do, they not going to do. And I'm telling you, Bama's going to keep leaving. Because right now, they got like, 
I want to say one-third of the biggest names in golf already in a league. And, and, and the number keeps growing week by week. And, and I'm going to tell you this, too. I'm going to tell you another thing that's probably going to get the Bama's over. They got so much bread that you get paid, right? And they like, and then you come to their facility. They they trying to they trying to stomp a mud hole in the PGA tour in every aspect, dog. Accommodations, how you get brought to the the way you stay, all of the stuff, like free gifts and all. <clears throat> they pulling out the red carpet, bro. I think the PGA tour, like I don't think they're gonna be able to hang on, dog. Cause I'm I'm sure once they get the TV deal, it's a it's a rap city in the basement. You might be able and to make then, the PGA now. You said what? You might be able to make the PGA tour now. Hey young, can I get in? Y'all need a, y'all need entertainment now. They y'all don't even need a They're gonna start embracing the monkeys all of a sudden. You're gonna see you all got, this diversity. Hey, I'm you telling know you, you, you better. They better. Dog, first of all, I heard a story the other day. It was I was watching the uh, Golf Channel, and they told a story about the Bama who invented the tea, bro. The dude who invented the tea was a black dentist. They used to hit the ball off a mound of dirt, dog. And this Bama was like, I'm not messing my clubs up just hitting a mound of dirt. I'm going to invite the tea to hit it off the tee box. Bama made a tee. These Bamas no wouldn't let them get the patent. They stole the patent from the Bama, gave them no bread. That's how they do The tea. The tea. I got teas in my pocket right now, dog, from playing. Like, this dude invented the tea, and they gave him nothing, dog. This is this is the kind of evil type of stuff that just make you mad because it's like, dog, make it right. They need to pay this Bama. This dude shouldn't pay for a round of golf nowhere. He should have a hundred billion dollars in his account and their family's account for generations, dog. It's, gotta do it's a special on this bad. We might, I might, I might do, we won't even have to wait for uh, Black History Month to do Black History, dog. But I couldn't believe they showed the story. It's like, almost like, they, well, I mean, at least the acknowledgement is something, but still, it was like, dog, y'all stole the patent from my man? Like, y'all just gonna show me that? And just think I'm not gonna get upset? Yeah, bro. It's, it's it's wild out here, but yeah, Live League about to take over, bro. They done took over the whole joint, though. I'm about to go ahead and put in my uh, PG, try to get my PGA card, dog, and see if I can play. <laughs> oh, it's, they they got they got incentivized that joint now for people, so we gonna see. Uh, follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Um, shout out to. Uh, where's Buffy podcast? Shout out to Last J Radio. Shout out to uh, Kicking It with G Man. Shout out to uh, Holly Cotton, uh, who we're going to get back on the show um, very, very soon. Uh, shout out to Jenna Garcia. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? 
We've talked about. Let me speak. How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do